Deconstruct 2006, a one-day web conference in Brighton, England on the 8th of September. Today I'm speaking to Aral Balkan. He spoke at last year's Deconstruct and he'll be speaking at this year's Deconstruct. I'll let him introduce himself in his own words. Hi, Jeremy. Thank you. Um, I'm Aral and uh, I don't know. What do you want to know? I want to know what you do for a living, how you earn your bread and butter. Ah, earning bread and butter, there's an idea. Um, how do I earn my living? Well, uh, I do a lot of flash work. Um, I, I build RIAs. Uh, these days, actually, I'm doing more uh, training and uh, speaking at conferences and writing about Flash and uh, really enjoying um, running a couple of my own communities, uh, especially OS Flash, uh, which is uh, very near and dear to my heart. Communities? I thought we only had that in the web standards world. <laughs> oh no, believe it or not, Flash has uh, a rich history of, uh, of communities and uh, community-based culture, a uh, rich history of sharing as well. Uh, OS Flash, for example, is, uh, of course, open source Flash, uh, the, the home of the open source Flash community. And um, we, we do a lot of sharing and, and talking and mingling and community-like things. So Flash, is it evil? I don't think it's evil. No, I think I think Flash is is uh, very nice. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it, it come on, come on. It's bad for users. It's bad for blind people. It's it's bad, bad, bad. It's it's big loading times and and inaccessible websites, right? No, not at all. Flash. Um, there are a lot of myths uh surrounding flash of course uh one of them is that uh flash inherently makes for unusable applications and websites this is not true uh a lot of the time people confuse an implementation of a technology with uh the limitation with limitations of a technology um in this case uh, a bad implementation of flash or a couple of bad implementations of flash should not be construed as a limitation of the technology that would be similar to looking at MySpace and saying that HTML sucks. Um, and also accessibility, which is another uh, one of the myths, which uh, has some grounding historically in, in very early versions of Flash. Uh, yes, accessibility maybe was not highest on the agenda if you uh, consider that Flash was initially an animation tool. Um, but in recent versions, uh, I believe that Adobe has uh, addressed this really well. Um, and in fact, as you well know, we're working on a project uh, right now called FlashAid that uh, uses some of the advanced accessibility features in Flash to try and make Ajax more accessible. Well, I can sympathize because JavaScript has had the same problem because it's historically it's been implemented very badly. So the reputation it garners is then for being inherently unusable, inherently inaccessible. Uh, the problem is that people's perceptions seem to freeze at a per certain point. Uh, and uh, I think at last year's Deconstruct, you managed to change some people's perceptions. People who had, had written Flash off as being unusable, inaccessible. And I think you managed to change their minds. I think so. Um, just by, you know, showing them examples uh, of how it's not or how it doesn't have to be. I think you're very, you, that, that's a very uh, good observation. Um, I do sometimes think that 
you know, uh, when I confront these myths, it's almost like going back in a time machine. And you go, right, that was probably correct for Flash 4 or 5, but it hasn't been for a couple of years. And it's true. I guess when something gets a certain reputation somewhere along the line, it's very hard to change that reputation. But um, with projects like Flash 8, etc., I think it's important that uh, we do change that uh, because there's a lot that, you know, both communities can learn from each other uh, and, and seeing as how we're both really concerned uh, about the same sort of things and in both the web standards world um, I think and in the flash world uh, you know we're, we're all concerned about usability about building usable experiences uh, about building accessible experiences um, and also about architecture how we architect our applications so that they're maintainable scalable we're discussing the same sort of things I think I figured that out even more with you know uh, since I got to talk with you and with Andy uh, and we just came you know basically to the conclusion that we're talking about the same things the same things are important to us why is there this divide you know let's just uh, let's break that down yes, and I certainly think that, that the Ajax crowd have, have a lot to learn from the flash crowd because they've got more experience in the same the same problems as you say now normally though when you go and you talk at plenty of conferences but it's usually to a flash crowd it's usually to uh, an audience that's already sold on the benefits so is deconstruct quite different for you I think it's refreshingly different, yes, um, for, for the reasons that I mentioned, because um, I get a lot out of it as well, and it's, it's more like a, a dialogue, uh, maybe not so much during my talk itself, but afterwards, uh, it's, uh, it's invigorating to actually uh, to both be, um, both uh, experience the different viewpoints and also uh, get the feedback, uh, you know, of, of someone who's been who's just been exposed to a different viewpoint. Uh, so, yeah, it's, it's, it's refreshingly different, I think. And yet, at the same time, because we have the same concerns, uh, there is some, some level of continuity there. It's, it's not like night and day, you know. As well as busting some myths, which I hope you will do at this year's Deconstruct, you're going to be talking about something called Flex, or to be specific, Flex 2. Now, imagine for a moment that I haven't a clue what Flex is. Could you please explain it to me? All right. Well, um, Flex 2 uh, is a couple of things. It is a framework. Uh, basically, you can think of that as a class library uh, of components in ActionScript 3 and MXML. Uh, it is a set of compilers for converting MXML and uh, ActionScript into Swift bytecode that runs in the Flash virtual machine, which we know as the Flash player. And it is also a tool, an Eclipse-based tool for authoring Flex applications called Flex Builder. Um, and there's also a server that you can use optionally if you want to uh, for creating remote procedure calls, for creating real-time interactions like chats, etc. Uh, and that's called uh, Flex Data Services. And um, what's interesting with Flex 2 is um, Adobe is looking for developers for Flex now. And um, because of this, because of their shift in focus from the enterprise market to the mass market, uh, they've made the framework, the compilers, um, and uh, a certain usage on the server uh, free. So hopefully that's going to mean a lot more exposure uh, for, for the platform, um, and that's a good thing. So, so where's their business model with this? Where are they making their money? Um, I think part of the business model is uh, there is a, a certain battle on right now for dominance in the age of the Internet as an applications platform. Uh, Microsoft is, uh, is also in 
on this. Uh, I think probably Adobe and Microsoft are the two main uh, actors that are fighting for dominance in this field. Um, and uh, basically, I think this move is uh, in part uh, to to get more developers so that to head Microsoft off with their WPF and WPFE technologies. It strikes me that all of these things are basically the output at the end of creating a web application, but that that choice could be made at the end. For instance, it's very interesting that with the Yahoo Maps API, you can output it either as a as an Ajax application using HTML and JavaScript, or as Flash. But the the back end where all the work is done, uh, it's 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 the same back end. So, do you see this maybe as as a an option down the road that you you build your application and then at the at the last stage you decide, oh, I think I'll output it in Flash. Um, no, actually. Uh, and, and the reason for that is the type of interactions that you can build in the various technologies are different. Uh, you can do things, for example, in Flash that you cannot do in Ajax. Uh, for example, you can have, let's say, alpha channel video. Um, so that's a feature that you can't translate to Ajax. And there are other things like this. Um, but also, I think what's important is one of the main advantages of Flex is the workflow itself in development um, because partly because uh, in Flash when developing in Flash you don't have to worry about cross-platform concerns on any platform that's supported uh, a piece of Flash content will play back the same way inside the virtual machine uh, so you don't ever have to write a single line of code that says am I running in this browser am I running on this platform and if so do this differently and um, in the in the JavaScript world because of browser implementations that's a fact of life and that takes a lot of development effort as well. Um, and uh, with Flex, you don't have this, so you can concentrate on the actual, uh, on creating your business logic and, and creating your interactive, uh, your UI. Um, so I don't think it's a matter of just outputting to a certain format. The technology itself uh, allows you to do certain things that are quite unique. But it is a technology from a specific company, and I think that worries a lot of developers, particularly people who want... They want the rubber stamp of the W3C on something. They want to know that this doesn't belong to some one particular entity, that this is out there, that this is a standard as such. And, and Flash isn't. I think Flash is a de facto standard, um, it, just because of its ubiquity and how it's used. Uh, it, Adobe is aware of this. They are aware of it. Um, and they have rebranded Flash as a platform. And with that comes a certain loss of control. So how much loss of control will there be in, in the ensuing years? We'll have to see. You know, um, I don't know if somewhere down the line, five, ten years, we'll have an open source Flash player that's endorsed by Adobe. I don't know. Um, but it's possible. I think it's, uh, and, and also because they are aware of this, they do support standards whenever they can. For example, ActionScript itself is an ECMAScript standard, is based on ECMAScript 4, ActionScript 3. Um, so, uh, and things like E4X, etc. So there are standard, uh, standards built into it, but you're right. Uh, at the end of the day, the Flash player is controlled by Adobe, and so it is, in that sense, proprietary. Although the Swift format is semi-open, etc., it's not the same as having an open standard like the W3C approval on it. Um, and yet, other technologies that don't have historically done well, you know, in 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 our field, for example, Java again is proprietary. Uh, you can't until very recently you didn't have an open source Java. Uh, 
a virtual machine either. So Flash is, of course, uh, in some ways younger in this field than Java as well. So it's interesting to see if they will be heading in the same direction. Uh, but I think that this sort of feedback is very important. And I'm sure that Adobe is aware of this as well. And uh, maybe these conversations will shape what, what happens in the future. Now, the theme of this year's Deconstruct is APIs. Are you going to slap some fancy Flash interfaces onto some of the more well-known APIs that are out there? Um, well, my session is called uh, Mash My Flex Up. So, uh, yes, my session is going to be very Web 2.0, proving that you can Web 2.0 with Flex 2.0. Uh, and uh, I will be consuming certain uh, web services uh, using certain APIs that are out there. But I'll make sure to do something that uh, is a little unique and hopefully wow you guys a little bit as well. I won't be doing a stock demo of uh, consuming a, a, a a Flickr feed. Okay, well, it's, it sounds like it's, it's going to be good fun. Are you looking forward to Deconstruct? I'm definitely looking forward to Deconstruct, not least because it's happening here in my lovely hometown of Brighton and uh, that you guys are organizing it, but also because it's a great crowd and I had a great time last year and I'm sure it's going to be even better this year. No, last year was pretty small though. I mean, it was 100 people. It's going to be, it's going to be a lot more this year. It's going to be about 350 do you think it's going to have the same charm or do you think it's going to be like uh, one of those big conferences you go to like Flash Forward or something? No, I think 350 is still, can still have charm. Yeah, Flash Forward I think had, has a couple of thousand um, and there you, you do kind of, you know, it is a larger event. Uh, but yet, even with Flash Forward, Flash in the Can and these other conferences, even though they may have a larger audience, uh, it's, there's still very much community. Uh, driven and community events and that has a, a feeling all of its own I don't think that the size will uh, influence that in a negative way Now we're holding Deconstruct on a Friday we're hoping that people will stick around for the Saturday maybe even the Sunday you've done a very good job of evangelizing Flash and Flex, maybe you could uh, evangelize Brighton and ten tell people why they should stick around for the weekend Hot babes on the beach Okay and how, how are you supposed to impress these hot babes on the beach Heelys Heelys. Now, what what exactly are Heelys or all? Heelys are my latest craze. Uh, they are shoes with wheels in their heels, and they're amazing. And if you haven't tried them on, just go and try them on. There's even a place over here in Brighton that has them. I think it's called Oddballs. There you go, a little bit of advertising for them. And you basically roll as you're walking. It's amazing. Well, maybe we can organize some kind of uh, mass Heely movement for, for Deconstruct Weekend. Oh, man, that would totally rock. We'd get all the babes. Well, there's, there's something else to look forward to for Deconstruct. It's really going to be a, a very good time. And uh, we can all look forward to listening to Aral speak about Flash and Flex and mashing his APIs and his Flex up. Sounds good. Aral, thank you very much for talking to me. <laughs> thank you for having me, Jeremy. And thank you all very much for listening. See you at Deconstruct. <laughs>